What's up, everybody, and thank you for listening to Mastering the Mindset. My name is Darius Dotch, and I'm an actor, hip-hop artist, and fitness and life coach. And I'm here to personally help you train and improve your mindset so that you can, one, become the best version of yourself mentally, and two, gain focus and motivation to be able to take action and achieve the success in life that you want and deserve. Before we get started, please like and subscribe to my channel, and at the end of this episode, if you liked it, please share it with a friend or a loved one or someone who will benefit from hearing this message. I'm so glad you're here and I'm ready to go on this journey with you. And that journey begins now. All right, so this is going to be a straightforward episode. So let's just dive right in because this is definitely an episode that I think everybody can relate to because we've all been there, done that when it comes to this topic. <laughs> and I feel like I repeat myself a lot on here. I'm always saying stuff like way too often this or too many times we that and we've all been there. But I think that's a good thing. I'm trying to talk about things that everyone can relate to and about things that we can all improve to better ourselves. Because at the end of the day, that is my goal, right? I want to not only change people's bodies for the better, but our mindsets as well. So let's dive in. So we've all experienced those times when we know we should be doing something or we aren't really doing enough when it comes to things we want to achieve. We know where we should be. We know when we should be doing something right or doing more. And yet we just don't do it. And as a result of this, we are hitting our goals day after day, week after week, month after month. We let time go by while we really know deep down inside that we are not doing enough, that we haven't done the things that need to be done to actually make things happen. We're not holding ourselves accountable. So what happens when we do this? When we stop showing up for ourselves, we lose confidence in ourselves. So, for example, if you say I want to start my online business or I want to sell this number of products online this month and you're not giving it 100 percent or you're not making it to work on time, you're not doing the things you need to do. You're not going to be building confidence in yourself because what we are doing by doing this, by not holding ourselves accountable, we are setting ourselves up for failure. And over time, all these failures add up. We know we should be working on that side hustle and we don't. And a month goes by and we still haven't started. Failure. We have goals at work we want to hit, but we procrastinate on putting in that extra work. And the next thing we know, our goal has come and went and we didn't achieve it. Failure. Or we want to be able to lift a certain number of pounds on the bench press by the end of the year. But we don't really push ourselves in the gym or when we do work out at home, we don't get to that number we're looking for of push ups failure. Over time, all these many failures will add up and will cause us to lose confidence in ourselves. We start to think that we're not capable or we doubt ourselves. We lose confidence when the honest truth is we just aren't holding ourselves accountable. We're not holding ourselves to that standard we need to hold ourselves to. So let's get into it. Five ways to hold yourself accountable. Number one, and it's such a simple concept, but it's act like it's a job. If you act like it's a hobby, it's going to pay off like a hobby. If you are starting a business or if you're working towards whatever that thing is, if you treat it like a hobby, then you will get hobby rewards. So instead, treat it like it's a job. When you leave the house to go work on it or when you set time aside at home to work on it, 
right? When you are planning your time for it, treat it like work. Let that put you into a different mindset. So think about it. If you have to be to work at eight o'clock in the morning, well, you're going to get up a couple hours before you have to get to work, which you really should be doing if you are not doing that. But you're going to shower, eat, work out, meditate, whatever your routine is for the morning before work. And why do we do it? We need to be ready for work, right? Physically and mentally prepared for the day. So why don't we use the same mindset for the things we need to do for ourselves? Plan that time accordingly. Set aside that time. Take away all those opportunities to be distracted. Because if we think about it like a job, at work, when you're on the clock, do they want you to be on social media? Are they okay with you starting your day 15 to 30 minutes late every day? Do they let you clock out after 10 minutes? Right? No. So why not approach those things that you want for yourself in the same way? You have to take it serious as a job, especially if it's a side hustle or business or something that you want to make money. If you plan on working on something for five hours, hold yourself accountable like it's work and actually put in all the time you said you would. Treat it like work. Put that time in, which leads to my second point, which is number two. Protect your time. So this one can be a little tricky. And the reason I say this is because the people in your life might not understand this one at first. So when I say protect your time, what I mean is, for example, if you set a time, if you set aside time for whatever you're working on, especially if it's a business, but this can apply to anything. So after you set aside this time and work on it, let's say you decide to work on something every day from 10 in the morning to 2 p.m. And at 11 o'clock, you get a phone call from your mama, right? And she has a question, and that question turns into a 45-minute conversation. Or if at noon, your friend walks in and asks you to look at this funny video online, right? Or if somebody asks you for a favor right in the middle of your work. If you continue to allow these kinds of distractions and breaks in your concentration to happen, then you are not holding yourself to that standard you need to. Because think about it. If you were at your job, right, let's say at the hospital, your mama couldn't call you and ask you if Aunt Brenda called you about the blanket she made you or your friend wouldn't show up at your job and ask you for a ride to the store. No, those things wouldn't happen. Why? Because they know that while you are at work, that's your priority. So protecting your time is absolutely very important. And the reason it could be tricky because you might have to turn people down. You might have to say, hey, look, I know what I'm working on is at home or I'm not actually at a job, but I need this time to focus on what I'm focusing on. Because when you are protecting your time, people might not really take it serious at first. And of course, I'll give you an example because that's what I do. But my aunt, and I love her to death, uh, but she knows that during the pandemic, back when theaters shut down, you know, I'm an actor, um... My line of business basically came to a stop, right? So she knows that I was home. And even though she knows I was working from home, she would have no problem calling me during the middle of the morning around like 10 or 11 and ask me to come help her move the couch or put something in the garage for her, right? Because she lives less than five minutes away and she has a bad back. So sometimes she needs help with things. And sometimes I have to tell her that I can be over in a few hours, or I have to call you back, or I'm getting some things done, I'll be over afterwards. 
And the thing is that if whatever is going on, whatever reason someone needs that time from you, if it's not an emergency, you have to protect that time. And that is exactly what I'm doing right now, recording this podcast. I set this time aside. I'm actually in rehearsal right now for a show, but I knew that I had a lot of downtime today during this rehearsal. So I separated myself from the rest of the cast and I'm in an empty rehearsal room recording this podcast for y'all, right? I'm protecting this time. And it's not just about protecting your time from things people need from you, but from the fun stuff too, right? It's going to be sunny in a few months, right? And when, when the weather gets nice, right? Are you holding yourself accountable? That even though on those beautiful days when you'd rather be outside in the sun, are you still protecting that time? Are you holding yourself accountable to the time you need, to the time you have set aside for yourself, even though there are a number of fun things to go do? That's number two. What's up, what's up, what's up? I want to take a quick moment to say thank you so much for listening to this episode and to also let you know that this podcast is 100% donation driven, which means it's completely funded by you, the listener. So if you like the content I have to offer, I would love it if you can make a donation and you get to pick the amount. I left links in the description of the video as well as my homepage. You can choose which way benefits you the best to donate. And if you need more options, please feel free to email me at dariusdotch at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S-D-O-T-C-H at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for being here and let's get back to it. And number three is use a calendar. Schedule yourself. Now, this is another simple concept in theory, but a very useful one. Are you planning your time accordingly? Are you reminding yourself why that's important? Now, if this thing that we're working on, right, this goal, this business, this side hustle, this project, if it's really important, which I know it is, are you giving yourself those dates and planning your time? Do you have those deadlines in place for yourself? And not only should you be scheduling yourself and putting it in your calendar, right? And this is kind of the point here. But don't miss or fail to show up for the things in your calendar. If it was an event for work that you needed to be at, right? If it's in your calendar, ain't no way in hell you would miss it, right? You'd make sure that you were there, that you show up. So make those appointments with yourself. Schedule those things, that, that time in your calendar and stick to it. And that actually leads me to my next tip, which is number four. Don't just be busy, be productive. So as you put these things in your calendar, right, as you're protecting that time, treating it like a job, you have to really understand the difference between being busy and being productive. For example, if you want to start a podcast and you set aside time tomorrow to work on creating it from 6 to 9 p.m. And instead of doing actual work on it, you do research on it. Or you watch videos about the best ways to run a podcast. So for three hours, instead of actually doing some kind of actual work, you ended up only learning about it. Now, don't get me wrong. Learning is earning, right? The more you know, the more you grow. Cliche, but still very true. But too many times we confuse that with being productive. Because, yes, you learn some things that can absolutely be useful, but you still are no closer to that podcast getting created because you still haven't done any work. 
Another way people confuse being busy and productive is with the things you put on your to-do list. And while cleaning and doing laundry and walking a dog is important, it's really just busy work. Those aren't things that will help you achieve your goals. So going back to the podcast example, busy work would be setting up your space, cleaning out a corner of the room where you'll be doing your podcast, right? But that isn't being productive. Yes, it's necessary, but you still aren't any closer to actually working on the podcast itself. So make sure that you're not deflecting the actual work with being busy. Reading a book on how to be successful is important, yes, but that's still not being productive, right? We have to know that difference. Those things that are going to get you from point A to point B of reaching your goals. And ask yourself this question, is what I'm doing right now getting me closer to my goals? Ask yourself that 50 times a day. And I'm serious about that. About 50, at least 50 times a day. Like, is me scrolling my timeline for the last 10 minutes getting me closer to my goals? Is this Netflix binge I'm on getting me closer to my goals? Is me still being up after 1 o'clock in the morning getting me closer to my goals? I think if we do that at least 50 times a day, we will start to drop some bad habits. So that's number four. And number five is be surrounded by the right people. You want to surround yourself with those people who are going to hold you to a higher standard than you hold yourself to. And this one, I think, might be the hardest one of all, which is why I put it last. But find those people who have similar goals or a similar mindset as you. Those people who know your mission, who know what your mission is and will expect you to show up no matter what. So, for example, I have a friend that I met online on Instagram and she does fitness as well. And we kind of have this unspoken competition with each other, right? Whenever she sees me post something clever or if I announce something new that I'm doing, she messages me, messages me. And then the next day or two, I'll see her post something super clever or unique. And we kind of let each other motivate ourselves, right? We are, in a sense, holding ourselves accountable, right? Because we are constantly always trying to stay busy or keep up with the other person. But finding those people to hold you accountable, to hold you to that standard, can be tricky. Because as much as we love our family and friends, we know that they won't always be aligned with our mindset. I can't tell you how many of my friends and family say they want to start working out. And when I tell you most of them, most of the time, I don't even really entertain it. Because I know what it takes to really get in shape. And all the time it takes, all the dedication it takes, the effort, all the work. I know that for a lot of people, they just are not going to be the kind of person to follow through with all that. And that's okay. Working out is not for everybody, right? My point is, it can be tricky to find those people to surround yourself with. But luckily for us, we live in a generation where they don't have to be around us. So, for example, are you following the Instagram accounts of other folks who are doing things that you are doing? Are you reaching out to them? Are you connecting with them and having those conversations, asking those questions, telling them what you're working towards? Right? Are you trying to pick up ideas and tips from those people who are doing the things online that you want to be doing in your life? Are you trying to match their productivity? All right. So that's it. Let's do a quick recap. Number one, act like it's a job. Take it just as serious. 
Number two, protect your time. Hold yourself accountable to that time. Number three, use a calendar and schedule yourself. Number four, be productive versus being busy and really understand the difference. And number five, be surrounded by the right people. So that's what I got for you today. If you like this episode, please share it with somebody, somebody that can benefit from this, somebody who is a friend or a family member, somebody who has goals and is trying to improve their lives. So thank you again and let's get it in.